0: Welcome to the Engage with Energy podcast. Engage with Energy is dedicated to solving problems related to business transformation, enterprise asset management, and corporate social responsibility. We will be bringing you interesting guests and sharing useful information to help you on your journey to achieving world-class business performance. Thanks for tuning in. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Welcome to the Engage with Energy podcast. I'm Don Racy, founder of Engage Energy and Industrial Consulting. This is our first episode, and we appreciate your time, so thanks for tuning in. We thought we'd kick off our first episode by sharing a little bit about our story, introduce you to who Engage is, who we serve, and most importantly, what we hope to achieve through this podcast. We're going to bring together thought leaders, best practices, innovative approaches designed to inform and engage leaders like you, who look to tackle issues related to business transformation, enterprise asset management, and corporate social responsibility. Engage is a Pittsburgh-based firm. We work with companies that keep the lights on, the water running, the gas flowing, and the supply of critical energy that fuels our lives. Our focus is working with diversified energy, utilities, and industrial companies to improve financial and operational performance. But the concepts we'll discuss on this podcast are universal. If you're like me, you probably spend a lot of time thinking about your work. Business leaders not only need to drive financial performance, but also must understand the impact their company has on society and the unique purpose that business serves in their community and world. Maybe you've found the answers. Maybe you haven't. Maybe you're somewhere in between, and you just need a little push to keep you moving in the right direction. We know so many of you are doing great and meaningful work. Engage believes every individual and every company has something that makes them remarkable. I've been blessed to work with great companies and extremely talented people. I've also had the opportunity to work on projects throughout my career that gave me tremendous insight into the nature of leadership, change management, employee engagement, how improved performance is gained and lost, and how and why business transformations projects succeed and fail. That's why I called our company Engage. We're about empathetic and transparent engagement. We believe that to truly transform an organization, it has to be done through meaningful improvements that lead to massive gains in performance. Easy, right? Wrong, it's hard. It's really hard, and that's the problem. Identifying the problems are relatively easy. We see them every day. Your people deal with them every day. Fixing those problems and sustaining the performance gained from solving those problems is hard. We also know that to be successful, change must be done in close partnership with your people. After all, if your team members don't believe wholeheartedly that what they're doing is what's best for them, their job and their customers, it will never last. So just so just get your people on board, right? Wrong. Change is hard and that's the problem. Companies don't want the latest fad or to take unnecessary risks. Companies want reliability competency, and they want world-class performance. When we look back at on 2020, I believe it's going to be defined by how we as business leaders responded to the COVID-19 pandemic, the resulting economic slowdown, the current social unrest, and divisive nature of our politics that we're experiencing. And finally, how we chose to engage with our employees, customers, and communities to come out on the other side stronger for it. We've all had to reimagine how we personally work and how we work together to get things done. Anyone who's had a Zoom call with kids trying to have school at home, dogs barking, understand that businesses and the way we work are being transformed right before our eyes. So with that, I wanna spend some time on this first podcast talking about business transformation. Business transformation is often described as a company-wide strategic initiative that has a significant impact on the company, its people, and processes. It's a major shift in the way we do business, designed to improve financial performance. And as we work to improve our financial performance, drive innovation, and seek out new opportunities for growth, there will be inevitable changes changes in the way your company must conduct its business and transform itself to stay competitive. So let's just run through a few examples of issues driving the need for business transformation. Pressure to reduce costs, to stay competitive. You're only as good as your last quarter. Perhaps productivity has plateaued or trending in the wrong direction. Perhaps you've acquired or merged with another company. Maybe you've had an introduction of a new product or service that will change the way the organization has to work. The organizational structure or design of that structure may not be set up to drive efficiency. You may have layers of bureaucracy that causes delays in decision-making that is terribly disruptive to your organization. Maybe you have a shift to a more sustainable and reliable supply chain. Uh, Through this uh, COVID-19 pandemic, we've seen a lot of disruptions to complicated supply chains. Uh, And finally, the need to embrace technology and digital applications to stay relevant. In recent years, we've seen entire industries transform. Some companies have adapted, others failed. Just look at Amazon versus Sears and JCPenney's or the taxi business as it competes against Uber, Lyft and other ride sharing uh, applications. You know, brick and mortar retailers are suffering. Restaurants are suffering. Mom and pop shops are suffering. Manufacturing is suffering. Companies with complex supply chains are suffering as well. Business transformation is now becoming essential. You know, a recent study by McKinsey It was estimated that nearly 70% of business transformations fail to achieve their goals. And there are a number of similar studies that put the number near 85 to even 90%. This is in large part due to employee resistance, poor leadership, and execution. That's millions of dollars lost, countless hours wasted, and quite candidly, careers ruined. And that's the problem. As much of these initiatives are needed, they're often an organizational hot potato. Nobody wants to touch them, and they're avoided like a plague. So on one hand, you have the need to transform to meet the demand of the marketplace, and on the other hand, you face a significant chance of failure. And one thing is certain, it's failure if you do nothing. Business transformations are complex, often confusing. Employees often say, why are we doing this? Why do we need the change now? We've done it this way for years. Let's face it. These initiatives are stressful and disruptive to your day-to-day operations. One of the best pieces of information that I've come across that summarizes this problem really well comes from a study by the Concourse Group and Vital Smarts called Silence Fails. I've revisited this study many times over the years. We'll provide a link so you can download your own copy and we'll also share it on our website. I want to briefly summarize, but I urge you to read it for yourself. The study discusses the five crucial conversations for flawless execution. They are, number one, fact-free planning. A project is set up to fail when deadlines or resource limits are set with no consideration for reality. How many times have we gone through this? We get a project plan, perhaps a resource plan, a project schedule, nothing lines up. And you sit back and you think, how am I gonna get this done with the resources I have and the time I have allotted? Number two, AWOL sponsors. From the military, we know that means absent without official leaves. This is where a sponsor doesn't provide leadership, the political clout, time, or energy to see a project through to completion. This is all about senior leadership and their commitment to the cause and their visible support. Number three, skirting. This is when people work around the priority setting process. Perhaps they want to insert pet projects. Scope creep comes into play here. But for whatever reason, We're not keeping the main thing, the main thing, as part of this business transformation. Project chicken. Team leaders and members that don't admit when there's a problem with a project, but instead wait for someone else to speak up. You've heard the old adage, never bring the boss bad news. Don't walk, run from companies where this is a prevalent part of their culture. And finally, team failures. Team members perpetuate dysfunction when they're unwilling or unable to support the project. We've all been on those projects where we have toxic personalities are a part of it. Part of our project governance must be to understand the skill and the behaviors of the people on our teams. Companies must have a strong approach to tackling their business transformation initiatives and an unflinching sense of personal accountability. Ill-conceived conceive strategy and poor execution can cause fear, mistrust, and lead to poor performance. Loss of credibility and a damaged reputation causing the exact opposite effect that was intended by taking on the transformation in the first place. Is it easy? No. So is it an impossible problem to solve? No. But with the right tools, approach, attitude, and guidance, your business transformation journey can be a tremendous success. So the question often becomes, where do we start? How do we do we do it, right? What I'm gonna describe right now is a very simplistic view of some very complex issues. They're what we at Engage believe to be the four essential elements for a successful business transformation. These four elements address those five issues we discussed earlier. We call it the who, the what, and why, and how we at Engage drive successful results. Number one, the who. Focus on change management. Number two, the what. The what is the implementation through human-centered design. Number three, the why, the business case. And finally, the how. It all comes down to project governance. I'm gonna briefly touch on each one, but don't worry. We're gonna devote an entire future episodes to discuss each one of these in great detail. So number one, the who, change management. Change management is a structured approach to support your organization's key stakeholders through the change process. It's directed at the who, or the people, that will be most impacted by this transformation. The success of your initiative depends on how individuals in the organization embrace and adopt these changes. The data is abundantly clear. The better we apply change management principles, the more likely we are to succeed. Change management strategies must balance technical approach with an engagement strategy that ensures alignment, acceleration, and ownership of the change process, engaging stakeholders at the point of execution to drive adoption, performance, and sustainable business processes. Leadership must be fully committed to the initiative because passive support is a recipe for failure. Leaders must be front and center, must be consistent in their messaging, and unwavering in their support. Your change management efforts will have a dramatic impact on the success of your business transformation efforts. Change management cannot be an afterthought. You must have a concrete strategy and a deliberate plan for execution. So, number two, human-centered design, or what's often referred to as design thinking. This is the what. Implementation through human-centered design or design thinking is a methodology used to solve complex problems by designing solutions based on the needs of the people working within a specific process. This is the what what policies, processes, procedures, and organizational structures are being changed. Human-centered design puts the end user at the center of the implementation process. This process starts with the people you're designing for and ends with a new solution designed specifically to suit their needs. We feel this people-first approach provides the best opportunity for adoption and long-term success. Design thinking, or human-centered design, first and foremost, draws upon empathy, putting yourself in the shoes of the people most effective. We do this by defining the problem, generating a broad range of ideas, and prototyping to explore what solutions might be possible. Time and time again, companies rely on canned or top-down approaches to process design. Let's just model ours after an industry best practice, we hear it all the time. That is rarely effective but putting the stakeholders who will ultimately be responsible for the project's success in the design and implementation phase increases adoption exponentially. Number three, the why, the business case. The business case is the why. Why is the organization embarking on a business transformation journey? It's what we hope to gain. It's our return on investment. The business case should include the following, the goals of the transformation, the benefits of the transformation financially, operationally and reputationally, the strategy for achieving those goals, and finally, the risk of not transforming, the risk of not doing anything. If a company is unable to show their stakeholders why the business transformation is essential and how it benefits them, failure is inevitable. Transparency with a business case goes a long way in building trust with your employees and acceptance of the needed transformation. Be clear on the project goals, the benefits the company hopes to gain, and articulate the strategy for for success before even starting. And just as important, laying out the risks of not transforming. These factors are often more compelling than the benefits themselves. Number four, and finally, project governance. Project governance is the how. How the project will be measured, managed, and communicated to all stakeholders. Project governance is a structured system of processes, rules for decision-making, and the guidelines for proper application of tools used to administer the deliverables of a project. Sound project governance protects organizations from risk, provides accountability, strategic focus, and solid decision-making. Project governance ensures that we are monitoring the scope, schedule, cost, and risks associated with a project. Many companies will form project management office, or PMOs, that provide a company with an organization and decision-making framework ensure accountability for deliverables and the alignment between executive leadership, the project team, and the supporting stakeholders. How the project team will work with different stakeholders throughout the project will determine how successful the project will be. Finally, it's crucial to understand the rules of the road for doing a project within the organization. This is how you will engage, how you'll work, how you'll communicate, and how you'll measure success. Project governance frameworks should encompass your organizational structure, the skills and talents required, and what information must be shared. Although project governance is the last thing I mentioned, it's the first thing that should be established. What I hope you take away from today's show is this. We know business transformation initiatives are no longer one and done. A company may find that transformations on multiple fronts are required. We know that they're hard, but not impossible. The statistics for success are not good, but, If you embrace our four essential elements for a successful transformation, you'll have the edge your company needs to be successful. I hope you found this information helpful. In future episodes, we'll have interesting guests and insightful conversation to support you on your own journey to world-class performance. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to this podcast, follow us on social media, and register on our website so we can stay in touch and engage. Thanks.